Hey, my name is Lily, and I'm overly obsessed with cultivating self-care through tea, botanicals, and medicinal herbs. I'm a solopreneur that launched a premium tea brand straight out of my kitchen, straight out of sheer necessity after my mom became incredibly ill. She's doing way, way better now, but I want to continue passing on the knowledge and tools that I learned along the way and help others get their wellness and self-care back on track. In this podcast, there is no holding back. Our talks are going to include learning about the rich benefits of tea and medicinal herbs and elevating your self-care game from head to toe, from A to Z, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, all through the power of tea and plant medicine. Think of this as your self-care session with a BFF that loves tea and absolutely lives for self-care. So go ahead. Pause if you need to, go grab yourself a cup of tea or a glass of wine, depending on how your day is going, and join us for Tea with Lily. Thanks again for tuning in. Wine is an extrovert, tea is an introvert. Wine demands attention, an audience, a dinner table with charcuterie, and food, and friends, and family, and music. Tea, on the other hand, is an intimate affair between plant and person. It's a private ceremony where nature nourishes our mind, bodies, in silence. Tea appreciates stillness and thrives on the unseen inner magical moments. Hey friends, when it comes to developing our palate, what we taste, feel, explore, and experience will vary depending on our own personal relationship with the food and beverages we consume. I'm a Latina that was lucky enough to have a mother that loved cooking spectacular meals. And I don't mean spectacular like a fancy dinner with a fancy tableware and a chandelier hanging out in the background, no. It was spectacular in the sense that you could really feel her love and warmth through every single bite. I was taught that food is a universal language. It's edible art and is definitely an expression of love. I feel that exact same way about tea. Now, while our life experiences and taste buds are completely unique, here are three tips to elevate your tea tasting experience with loose leaf tea. Number one. Take a good look at the leaves first. One of the benefits of loose leaf tea is getting that up close and personal experience that you don't get with tea bags. You really get a sense of that, like the different colors from a gunpowder green to a dark cinnamon brown. Some of the teas will be rolled or twisted. Others will be rolled in tight, small balls, while others will be thin, feathery, or curved. So before you begin to brew, really allow your eyes and your nose to wander. Like wine tasting, taking the time to smell and pick aromas plays an important part in the tasting experience. Not only do you get the opportunity to build a relationship with that fragrance or herb or tea, but you also get a preview of the tea profile. Most of what we perceive as flavor is actually olfactory stimulus. Number two. Get your setup ready. I'm not a tea snob. I'm going to repeat that. 
I am not a tea snob, but I do want you to enjoy a good cup of tea. This is how you can be bougie on a budget and still drink tea like a pro. Number one, invest in an electric glass kettle. You don't have to get all fancy with this. I bought mine from Amazon for about 30, 35 bucks, and it is so simple to use. I'll go ahead and put the description in the episode description for you guys to use just in case you're interested. Number two, use spring water. And I really hope I don't have to explain this to you guys. I mean, do not use tap water. Trust me, a good cup of tea deserves good spring water. Number three, boil it up and set your timer. Now, the world isn't going to end if you steep one minute longer or one minute shorter but you do risk burning the leaves if you steep your tea too hot or vice versa. If you steep it too cold, you're going to be super disappointed and you're going to be left with a sad cup of brown water. So don't do that. For brewing specifics on each varietal, make sure to check out our brewing guide at thelilystudio.com slash podcast. Number three is your party. Yes, literally it is your party. While drinking tea solo can be meditative, tasting group, tasting, <laughs> tasting tea with a group of friends or family creates conversation and feedback. I personally love both. I love having my tea alone uninterrupted in the morning, but then I also like sharing all of the tea products that we get with my family and my friends. So it really depends on your own personal preference. Um, I've also just accidentally made my family part of my testing slash tasting group in the process of starting the Lily Studio. So now it's kind of just a habit to have them taste and, you know, give me feedback on all of the products that come in for the store. Anyways, another rule for this is having food or snacks to cleanse your palate. Now, this is absolutely not necessary. You do not have to have palate cleansers, but who doesn't like a little snacky snack? Okay, so I would suggest starting with something simple, unsalted crackers, almonds, lemon water, or lemon ice works really nicely. I also like having fresh apple slices. Last but not least, before you begin to add milk, I know you, I see you. I know who you are. Before you begin to add milk or sugar or honey or whatever it is that you guys are adding these days, please give yourself a chance to taste the true nature of tea on its own. You know, this is a good way for you guys to experiment what you like, what you don't like. But even if you don't like it, it's good to know that. Um, So first experiment tea on its own. Then you guys can go ahead and go crazy with it. Anyways, I hope you have enjoyed this short but sweet episode, and I can't wait to see you on the next one. Be well, and don't forget to self-care.